Hey everybody, we're live. This is STC Pod episode 296. It's been a long road. I've been here the whole time with my buddy Joe, who's on the other side of this window. I my name's Bill. That is Joe right there. Look at the big smile he gives all of his viewers. <laughs> well, you have to apologize. I was I was hit with news oh. prior to the start of the show. Holy. Let's get into this right away. What news? Uh, you told me the news. That's oh, that's news. not news. Yeah, that's news. That's not news. No. I'm trying to make... Uh, I just asked for no negativity. How about that? All right. Let's be boring. I want... No, give me real Joe. Complete real Joe. 100%. <laughs> I can't. Let's go I can't. back to that. I can't. That's what we need. You took advantage of that. I can't do that anymore. So anyways, thanks everyone for uh, checking out this podcast. This is, um, we are now, uh, here's a programming announcement, completely on Anchor as a podcasting host. Podbean is gone after a week of drama caused by Joe. Uh, mm, nope. I believe I asked you to close the account. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> whereby my credit card now got charged uh, $129. Ah, imagine. Well, the whole so, uh, past six months, you kept saying, they're not going to charge me. They got my old card. Yeah, they did. How'd they get my new number? Mm. It just repopulated? I don't know. So anyway, but, uh, we got to... Uh, did you check the email? Did you get a reply back from them? Oh, I, no, I don't think I have. Oh, why not? It's not your credit card. So what I did was I redirected the feed to the new host. And when you do that, Podbean says, hey, sorry, we can't be friends anymore. Wish you the best of luck. And I kind of thought that was pretty good. And I wanted to leave it there as a placeholder anyway. So if people search for the podcast, maybe we'd put a title episode in there saying we're on Anchor, even though it shouldn't affect anyone's feeds. Anyways, I left it like that because Joe, for the past six months, has been saying that they're going to have a real laugh trying to get money out of him because they have his old credit card number from an old card. And then I got an email early last week saying, you know, thanks for your yearly subscription of only this amount of money. They give you the American value, so it's not as shocking. I said to Joe, yeah, you sure about that credit card? Because uh, Podbean's telling me they uh, got our money. And did someone get sour quickly? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I'm doing this. I don't even know what that meant, but you put that out there. Someone wanted to destroy some things. Holy mackerel. So we had to send an email asking, uh, explaining the situation, and please reverse the funds. And I was actually kind of surprised that I didn't think they were going to do it. I know. Well, yeah. They haven't done it yet, but they haven't. I don't know. I okay. I, I do have a. I thought they would send a confirmation in the email. Uh, if you think the problem is not resolved, please reply, reply to this email and we'll sort things out for you. I don't know. So, right, so it's up to me to check then. Eh? I'll check tomorrow. I'm tired though, man. I'm glad you wanted to start this one early because uh, I got called in for an extra shift last night. So uh, after working an overnight and then staying up, I uh, got the call to see if I Staying could help up. to come in. 
Yes, staying up. Uh, leaving me with uh, four hours of sleep before I had to go back into work. So well, uh, I wish I could talk openly. Well, no, you can't. Because <laughs> I'm not sympathetic in the least. I not was least. tired and I am tired. Well, then why did uh, you want to go tonight I, at 10? I didn't. You had said your your daughter had volleyball or something. Yeah, I said that's not we're on the fence whether when my ride, when I'm giving her a ride kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I'll be giving her a ride after we're done this. So I wanted to get this. Oh. So I still haven't slept today after doing a day of uh, shopping at the uh, local mall. Trying to get uh, Christmas cr presents done before uh, our next lockdown. Why go to the mall? I, I'm a physical type of guy. I got to see. You got to. I got to visualize. What, I what did visualize. you buy? For who? Your kids? Well, you got to visualize a toy. No, my wife takes care of the kids. Oh, right. I forgot lack of responsibility who I'm talking uh, to here. No, I'm taking care of my cousins or their cousins. Oh, you got to you gotta buy for extended family too? On my side, yeah. Not surprising. Yeah, because that's what I do. Mr. Sarcasm. Well, I would just go on Amazon, dude. Order what it up. Not surprising. What does that well, mean? Well, because she takes care of her side with the cousins. Oh, I okay. take care of my side with the cousins. Cut them loose. It's only so much you can take. Like, come on. How many gifts are we going to give here? I know. That's the thing. Because there's my brother's got two kids. And then uh, I got one cousin with twins. I got to write that down. And then another cousin with uh, a kid. Joe's bro. Yeah, that's a lot of gifts. You can put a scratch through Joe's bro. No, that's news that we have to talk about that was not addressed during the last episode. That was a sleeper. That no uh, need to be addressed. There. Anyway, <laughs> so I gotta go. I gotta go out again tomorrow and and uh, try and get some more of this stuff. And then I the stuff for the wife. I I can't. I need to see it. Cause I can't, I can't just, uh, think that she needs something and then go around fishing it on the internet. I need to see it. I can't, I can't yeah. think of stuff that she would want. This is Joe seeing it going into Tiffany's and picking out a tennis bracelet. Pretty tough. Mm, no, mm -hmm. I don't like yeah. bracelets. Oh, it's sorry. It's a brooch or something. It's definitely at Tiffany's and no, it's not. how difficult could that be? And you can shop online for them too. <sighs> it's funny as I'm watching us talk, the, uh, the viewer count keeps going one, zero, one, zero people like pop in and go, Oh no, <laughs> no, not happening. Get out quick. So yeah. cool. And then last night you've been proud of me. I, um, prior to going into work, she asked me to mail a letter that had to go out. So, of course, go to the Canada Post Office. And, of course, the line is a mile deep at 5.30 at night. No. Um, this was like 10 to 6. 
about 15 people in front of me. And you can imagine the type of people that are in front of me, right? No, I don't know what that means. Ah, that's the people that are like, uh, well, they're all dummies first off. Why are they dummies, but you're not a dummy? Because they're in front of me and slowing me down and I got <laughs> stuff to do. They're, uh, they're the ones that don't have addresses written on the package. Hmm. They have to send money back home somehow through some yeah. wire bullshit. Yeah. And they don't have losers. an ID. You losers. Um, people doing returns. Returns should be quick, well, but they think, don't often like seal you, them up. You think they'd be quick. Anyway, I was there for half an hour hmm. and then I had to be at work in half an hour and I still had to get gas and I was going to pop by McDonald's and get food. So nothing. So half an hour at Canada post picked up a bag of chips on the way out. Cause they didn't have time for McDonald's now. Then I had to get gas. And then I had to boot it to work and made it um, basically two minutes before I had to be there. So I pounded back the bag of chips. I was working with uh, two guys, so two good guys. So it was all right. At least that part was decent. Um, one of them had to run over across the road to the superstore to get some food, some snacks. So I asked him to pick me up a, the big stick of salami. So I ate that whole stick of salami in the next two hours. And then another guy was going to go to uh, um, A&W later. So then I had my dinner first. What, what dinner? You said you had no food. Well, I had leftovers. So you did have food anyways. You didn't well, need was... the chips or the slum. That's right anyway. Well, I did because I was hungry. <laughs> So then I had my act my leftover dinner, and then um, an hour later he went to uh, A and W, but that was closed. And I'm going to McDonald's for a combo, so grab me a combo, and then pounded that back. Just one combo, just one this time. Wow! Well, there's no coupons. Cutting back, I'm sure there was through the app if you look. Uh, that app is garbage. Hey, your buddy Kevin has popped into the chat. Hey, Kev, thanks for stopping on by. A rare night off for Kevin from podcasting. Check out what the what the other shows are doing, I guess. And then today, um, what did I do? He's got nothing to say to him. You only talking I'm, personal I'm messages. I'm finishing to him? a conversation. <laughs> I told you how we do the show. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, decided to pop in the old thrift store today. Uh, just of course today. Just today. Just today. First time in a week. It's uh, old people day, right? So got there early. And uh, of course, all the scumbag resellers piled in behind me. You mean you waited in line to get in? Not wear masks. Talking to each other about their stories. How uh, long did you wait outside for? Coughing, hacking, and coughing all over. And you're, but you're there doing it. I'm not doing it. You're in line with them. You could leave. No, I like to uh, spite them and get in front of them. 
Don't you like doing that? Please continue. I wouldn't want to interrupt you. Get you upset. Too late. You did already. Oh, that's your whole story. No, I'm just uh, I'm always amazed at how busy the lineups are there. I wouldn't go. I would not go. Nothing is worth waiting for in that kind of situation. Oh. That's crazy, crazy. I like I, going to uh, screw them over as much as I can. No. You have other issues. What are they? What? Are, wh where do I start? I don't want to get you angry this early on in the show, so I just I, please stop going. It's not worth it. You stop going, and then I'll stop going. I've been twice in two months, I think. Really? Yeah, really. Mm, I don't think yeah. so. Do you see many pickup videos on my channel? I don't see any. That's right. You don't watch any videos but I, on I Start see, to Continue channel. I see you put stuff up for sale, though. Yeah, I have piles and piles of stuff that have to go for sale that I've been mm. sitting on because I'm lazy. What you got from thrifting? Throughout the year. Yeah, you got that much of a stockpile. And I, yeah, I, I'm, Come on, look at, man. there's still stuff laying around. What? Got this Walkman. That's got to go up sitting here on my desk for six months. It's ridiculous. I will well, refrain from saying anything. Can I say hi to Josh at least? Creepy Josh in the chat. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Haven't watched his pickup video yet. He just put a pickup video up and he's at the thrift store every day, too. Yeah. That's okay. I like Josh. I'm sure he doesn't wait in line. You like wait. You like Kevin too. You you send him personal messages. I don't get personal messages. Don't worry from about what I send to people or what I do. Why are you Why are you so concerned about that? I'm not concerned. I just find it interesting. Many sides of Joe, and there's always something going on. There's always like a, a you know a reason for it. So I just gotta chip away and dig it out. What the real reasons are. Sometimes I like talking to certain people. <sighs> so, speaking of your YouTube channel, I would love to uh, plug some of the content on there and help you out. You have debuted a brand new podcast over there. Do you want to talk uh, about that? Because that was shocking. I knew nothing about it. Do you think two good buddies like me and you have been together for almost 300 episodes would have a chat about uh, Joe's new ventures, but I need to correct you. First off, it's not a podcast. Oh, sorry. What is it? But thanks to Kevin for uh, giving me a shout out on, uh, on his show and bringing it up and mentioning it. I appreciate that. What is it? If it's what not a it? podcast, it's just two brothers talking. It's two brothers talking. So you got together with your brother, who I think I've said to you, and we should get your brother on this show for about nope. 300 episodes. Uh, yeah, automatic no. Off limits. That's off limits. Okay. So how do you get him on your channel, which has always been secret? Joe's online persona is secret. So how did this open up to your brother of all people? Excuse me. Um, no, I just thought I'd, uh, try it out because we never really get to talk that much. So we had done a couple, uh, FaceTime chats prior, just talking about shit and getting caught up on things. And I thought, all right, just try it on here and see what happens. 
you, you said to him, do you mind if you appear on my YouTube channel that I'm a regular contributor to and do you mean an that interview? I'm, the only, I'm the only contributor to it's not an interview. It's just two guys talking. Just curious. Did you hear me interview him? I wasn't allowed to watch it. Remember I tried to watch it at work and you wouldn't allow it. Yeah, I said watch it at home. Because it's a big secret. Time. So you think I'm going to sit at home and watch Joe for two hours? No, I don't want you to watch it at all. <laughs> I want to watch it at work when I have time. You got time at home. I know what you do at home. What do you think is going to happen if Mr. someone sleep. at work sees you in my monitor on a Mr. tiny screen? Because uh, people at work can go and mind their own business. If you're embarrassed of the stuff that's on your channel, why do it? Is what I'm saying. I'm not embarrassed. I just uh tired of all the snoops at work. Namely one of your buddies. Your buddies, your snoops at work are already on to you. So what difference does it make? Maybe your buddies. Ah oh boy. Well, I could talk about a pickup I had. All right. I want to do a uh, follow-up because if you had watched any of my videos, I talked about getting this CD player, this standalone CD player. Did you happen to see that? Me? No, I'm talking to the wall. Who, Did you show that to me though? It was in a video. Oh, um, I can't remember. Do you watch the videos on start to continue? Certainly don't comment on them. So when I picked this up, I was like, wow, this has a crazy resale value. What's the deal? You know, and it is kind of come to my attention within the last couple of years that standalone CD players do garner some amount of money, especially nowadays as people have gotten rid of their CD players. Right. And then the time, you know, everything's cyclical and they come back to wanting it at some point. So this particular one, even though it's just Magnavox, seemed to have a really good resale value. So um, I had to make the decision, do I keep it myself? I think we talked about this, right? Because I have the five CD carousel already in my setup. Yeah, mine broke. Maybe I should just put this one in instead of the five CD carousel because when was the last time you actually loaded five discs in there and went to town on it? Yeah. I... Honestly, I'd rather have the sync. That's all I use now. I got, um, I think I actually have, I've got like, I think four CD players, but I think I have two in my cabinet upstairs at the moment. I like the singles. That five disc Sony carousel that I had was the very first one I ever bought and it lasted me like, God, probably 15 years. Well, that's what I have in the system but now. It's like you said, I what I would put in there, I'd probably even forget after a couple of days or a week of the five discs that I have in there, right? Even though it's got the option where it can still play and then you can swap out the disc, but I just mm -hmm. like having the single yeah. disc in there and doing whatever, right? That is a handy option. It can keep playing while the tray opens and you can swap out other discs, but the real purpose of the five discers you can load it all up and then put it on random and you know you have all these random tracks happening which is fun but in the age of big time digital media players we don't really need to do that very much right or just stream well, the carousel whatever. was meant for partying and and you know just 
you're having lots of people over, you got music playing <clears throat> and you don't want to bother changing the distance stuff. But well, when I'm listening to music, I don't think I tend to do like, uh, uh, you know, shuffling or multi-tracks anymore. If I got one artist going, I want to listen to that one artist and that's it. So you could put five discs of the same artist in, I guess. What? Like, that's crazy? Yeah. I, I don't know. What, the first time what I saw... No. The first time I saw one of those when a buddy of mine who came into some cash got one of these, you know, way early in the day, the five CD thing. The biggest thing that blew me away is you could put five different albums of your choice in there. And shuffle it up, and it's like your own radio station. Because we hadn't had shuffle devices yet. This was how you had a shuffle device. I thought that was amazing. Or and then you got Joe goes, well, I'd put five Bruce Springsteens in there. I'm <laughs> Anyways. So I had to test this thing, right? And do some research on it. Why is it worth so much? And I will um, confess to you that I'm kind of stupid when it comes to cd players even though like we grew up in the era of the cd player i was kind of naively in the belief that it was just a cd player is a cd player it's just decoding ones and zeros and pumping it out to whatever amplifies it not the case what makes this thing so special is the uh, digital to analog converter that's in it so this is a Magnavox, but it's really actually a Philips because in the 80s, Philips had the market on all CD manufacturing. If you recall, Philips invented the CD. So it's actually Philips with Philips guts. And it's when Philips was good, you know, before it came here and became egg beaters and every cheap piece of electronics. Phillips was actually a decent manufacturer. And you could tell just when you open the tray on this, it's like a big tank tray opening up very smoothly and you drop the disc in, away it goes. So, and it has this uh, digital analog converter in it and it's called a TDA 1543 if you're keeping score. And that's apparently very sought after. And there's still, you know, audio junkies nowadays that use that converter they buy just the chip online and put that into their system somehow. So that's the 1543. Apparently the better one is 1541, but this is 1543 digital analog converter with a 16 bit dual, 16 bit dual. So there's two of those TDA 1543s in here and it oversamples at four times. So, there actually is more to just decoding the ones and zeros and pumping it out, which I just learned. So I am going to keep it. My decision has been to keep it. I'm going to pull out the five disc carousel and put this one in there because I can't remember the last time I loaded that thing up with five discs and let it go. So this is a quality player. It's from 89, I think. So that's going in the system. So my system's getting weird. A lot of weird stuff in there down here. I'm talking about the basement system. Marantz amp. The cassette player is a Sony. Now the CD player will be uh, Magnavot, Vox slash Philips. And the record player is JVC. So they're all different components. Isn't that interesting? 
not really, but if you're happy with it, that's all that matters. Did you talk like that to your brother? What you just talked about and seemed interesting in was not interesting. But um, I digress. Did you look on your phone during your brother's podcast too? Well, Joe's going to have a phone time out now. So uh, Kevin, he's talking about Red River is coming to Turner Classic Movies. That's John Wayne, Montgomery Clift, directed by Howard Hawks. I just picked it up on Blu-ray. If I was to pick out one John Wayne for you, it probably wouldn't be that one, but this is ex excellent John Wayne. I'd pick out a John Ford movie, maybe. Joe, hello. Are you with me? Are you DMing people now? Is that what's going on? Sorry, I had to do something. Wow. So what'd you do on your days off? You're two days off. Hmm. My two days off, I, uh, I've been watching movies and stuff. I've been putting the new projector through its paces, checking it out, seeing how it works. I got some new components in for it, namely, um, two 3d active shutter 3d glasses. So I've been, uh, checking that out with my 3d movies that are on the shelf already. And the first one I put in was uh, dread, which has a 3d Blu-ray. I mean, I picked that up for five bucks at a thrift store. You can buy that new right now for seven 99. And there's no reason why anyone shouldn't have that movie, especially the 3d Blu-ray. And that movie, man, they put tons of work into the visual effects and the audio stuff is so good. It is really good, but it's great to have not just the movie. It has reference stuff on there that you will use in your setups to test out your audio and stuff. They have like a, an Atmos testing room and they have a regular 5.1 testing room and a regular 2.1 testing room which I actually played the 5.1 in and discovered my system. I mucked it up and had it, my signals crossed somewhere. So I wasn't getting true 5.1. So just for its uh, reference tools on there, just a, there's no reason not to have that disc. Dread on uh, 3D, Blu-ray 3D, $7.99 right now. Go do it, Joe, go buy it. Which Dread are you talking about? The latest, the the one they just did, not too well, was ten years ago now. You mean the good one? Yeah. With um, fuck, what's his face? Who's the actor? Uh, the guy that we see in all the stuff. Pretty boy guy, right? Pretty boy. Oh, it's pretty boy. Hey Siri. Who played Judge Dredd in the latest Dredd movie? Dredd features Carl Urban, oh, Olivia Belby, Lena Headey, and others. That's right. Carl Urban. Lena Headey. Yeah, that one was decent. 79% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, as Creep says, it's very much like The Raid. Same, 
Same kind of thing. Yeah, I've seen the Raid movies. Love them. I have one on Blu-ray here. I think the first one. I don't have Dread. Hey, $7.99. Go order it. So that was, uh, I got two set of, uh, two glasses. So I, I checked out one set of glasses on that movie. And today I had to check out, make sure the second pair worked. Because these are just no-name 3D glasses, right? They're, I think they're called Citrons or something from Amazon. They're like mid-range. You can get really, really cheap flimsy ones that are just like frames, you know, that kind of just barely stick on your head. And then you, you can go up to really, really good ones that are like full-on glasses that like, you know, look like Tony Stark glasses, right? These are like mid-range. So I had to test them out. So today I put on the uh, the Superman movie, which I had on 3D, the first uh, of the Superman you know, reboot, you know, with what's his face with pretty boy, that pretty boy. Yeah. Yeah. That man, it needs a good edit. That movie, it's got good parts in it, but man, it needs to be cut. It just needs to be reworked. It's, yeah. I don't like, uh, like how that chick got really skinny. She aged. What's her name? The one from Baywatch, right? What? The chick in it. Why yell at me? What chick in it? Why did you say what? Because I don't know. What, what Baywatch? Baywatch has been off the air for 20 years. What's her face, man? Who's the girl in it? That plays Lois? Yeah. Uh, you know, redhead there. She's, um, she's blonde in it. Amy Adams. Why do I ask you? She's not blonde. Oh, no, no, Adams. Thing. You said thing. the Superman, the first one rebooted. <sighs> okay, it's not the first. God Sorry, not that one. The one after that that they built the franchise off of. All right. The one you're thinking of is the one with the like Christopher Reeve lookalike. Yeah, the pretty boy who's in. Uh... God damn it! The video game movie, the Canadian one. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he was in that. <laughs> you know, that movie. Yeah. We, keep, we can name all these things. We don't know what they're called. The uh, Scott Pilgrim movie. That's the one. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Jesus. So, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't finish today's Superman. because, uh, But I got uh, everything works, which was the important thing. Good audio on that one, too. Although I'm just, like I said, I had to do a workaround with my old school receiver. Being my receiver's seven years old, it's too old for modern technology. So I'm just having to go, uh, no Atmos happening. Just old school optical surround going, happening there. But uh, Black Friday is coming soon, and I have my eye on a, on a certain piece of equipment. And then I can finally stop looking at electronics again for a couple of years. That would be nice. Looking at electronics is fun. You know what? Like last year I was in a position where I finally had everything lined up the way I was happy. And I, I enjoyed not looking at the Best Buy flyer every week. I enjoyed that. Not wanting anything. I'm ready to get back to that. Now I have to replace a receiver. Get that Atmos. Dolby Atmos. 
and hopefully my speakers will be adequate enough so I don't have to replace speakers. Should be. Uh, Josh Creep is saying Joe would like the Raid movies. I'm kind of surprised Joe hasn't seen them. I don't know what these are. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Oh, good. He yells at everyone. What are the Raid movies? Well, you could ask me. I've seen them, dummy. I can search by title, actors or directors. Yeah, but I need to see it. What am I looking for here? It's called Raid? Raid. The Raid. The Raid. 2011 film? That's the first one, right? Who's in this? It's a foreign film, so you got your subtitles. Oh, okay. That you supposedly read with is eyes about, closed. Is this about a safe house? Belonging to a drug lord? Yeah, it's just like Dread, where he, they get stuck in a big apartment building and the bounty is put on their head. Like, you get to live rent-free if you hmm. kill these guys. And so they have to survive survive the day to get this out was, of that. Uh, what was it, Indonesian? Yeah, I think so. Languages, Indonesian and English. But super violent, uh, very well choreographed fight scenes, very fast fight fast choreographed actioner it's like if you like that hallway fight scene from the daredevil show that's what the raid is for two hours all right what about uh the raid tune yeah uh, raid two is awesome is it yeah anything with raid is good it'll be good even raid three come on I raid three can't be good i don't know if i've seen three Maybe. Maybe it's three I saw and I didn't see two. Not sure. They're all exciting. Mm. So, you know what else I got nope. into, Joe? Into the list. Because I finished The Boys on uh, Amazon. Yep. Which you have seen, right? Also a Carl Urban. I don't vehicle. know where I'm at in it, though. So another, I don't know. I don't like I don't like Urban in it though. Is is uh his cockney accent is getting a little annoying. <laughs> There's so many heavy seas in that show. Uh Troy, we were talking about the raid movies. Um his accent, it takes, yeah. It takes too much for him to get a sentence out. Uh I don't know. He's pretty good at it. Did you see when his his parents show up? Do you remember that? I don't know where I'm at. See, I know you finished that whole series, no. but I know the way you watched it. So this is... No, you don't know anything. I do. I've seen you, you watch shows. I've seen them. <laughs> Lots of heavy season that show. Anyways, I wrapped that up, which was excellent. Looks like that'll be getting a third season for sure, right? I don't want to say for sure, because you never know. But... Uh, that yeah, was good. The question is, does not need one? Yeah, we have to... Well, I don't want to say anything. Unfortunately, we can't talk, but I'm just going to say we still haven't gotten our big payoff as viewers yet. Um, so, since I was on Amazon Prime Video, I went back in the vaults a little bit. And I've been itching to do this for a little while. 
and I see it there all the time. I decided to what the hell, I'm going to go for it. And I started up the uh, Battlestar Galactica again. The series from uh, the 2000s on sci-fi, that, that series. No, too soon for me to go back and watch it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, watched the whole thing. No, I don't mean now. I mean originally watched the whole thing. And it's been a while. And all I can remember how, is how great that first season was. So I, I really want to go back and check that out again, see if it holds up. So I w went to start that. Now you got to be careful if you guys are going to take my advice and start Battlestar Galactica up. If you just go with season one, that ain't, that's not right. Stop back up. You got to go back to the mini series. They have it labeled as Battlestar Galactica, the mini series, which is a two episode uh, start for season one. Really, you know, they they did this mini mini series as a you know to as a as a pitch to get the main show off the ground. So they did the mini mini series. Check that out first. Just watch those first two episodes and uh, tell me you're not going to get hooked. I think they're ninety minutes each, something like that. And uh, man, you're going to get blown away by it, and you're going to get sucked back in. And it is great. It is so good. The Navy stuff, you know, they're like on a carrier kind of thing, but in space, they're following military command. You know, I love that shit where it's taking orders. Everyone's got a job. They're doing things smart. The ship, just the ship has such a smart design when we're so used to watching Star Trek all this time, right? With the bridge on the very top of the saucer where it's just going to get blown up in any kind of conflict. You know, the bridge in Battlestar Galactica is deep inside the ship where it, where it's safe. Because that makes sense, right? You don't need to be on top of the ship and have a big window like a traditional sailing vessel. We're in space. So uh, Battlestar Galactica, the bridge or the CIC is deep inside. You know, they just, everything makes sense. They just thought about it from a military perspective. And uh, I love it. So good. So fast, fast paced. Lots of different stories happening, characters, and it doesn't look cheap, which is crazy for a, for a Canadian production on a cable network. <sighs> Joe, I'm about halfway uh, halfway through converting my DVD of that series to Blu-ray. I just picked up uh, uh, was it season four point oh. Is there 4.5 or 4? Is 4.0 the last one? If you're buying it season by season, it's tricky because they had these weird half seasons, like you said, and then they would also slide mini series in there in between seasons. It's uh, it's really tricky. That's with it all no, on Amazon. The whole series is. It's like you said, it started. I can't get to mine because it's behind some shit, but. No, it's remember like said, they it started off with. Um, like you said, uh, God damn it. The miniseries. Yeah, like the prequel, and then it goes season one, and then season two, and then you're right, there is a couple point fives in there. I think there's a 2.5, and I think there is a 4.5. Can't remember. Yeah, but then they snuck a couple miniseries in the middle. Oh, no, no, no. What do you mean, not no? On, not on the DVDs. I've got the entire series on. DVD. I'm saying if you want to watch it in order, 
that's how they did it when they released it to air. Do you remember they had that? I forget what they were called, but the other battle star. They came across another battle star at one point. That was yeah. another. That was a mini series. Uh, it goes up to four point five. Jesus. DVD. Ah, oh, man, I can't figure it out. Exactly. That's why it's, they're so handy on Amazon. Just watch an order from Amazon. I haven't seen how they, where they slip those side series in, but just start with the mini series, move on, and then you're getting full-on quality too, right? Full-on streaming quality. I don't know if they upped it to 4K or not, but... It does look good. It sounds good. Got Q Dogs popping in. Hey, Eric, good to see you. Uh, Josh asks if I've seen The Liberator on Netflix. That's a new World War II series. I've seen the little clips of it. I think they have some quasi animation style with that show, which immediately turned me off. So if we're thinking the same show. Is some weird like cell animation over top of actual actors joe have you seen this no i've never seen that one i can't figure this out all right it's distracting me really i didn't notice i was using it to drown out your voice that's what we that's why we podcast folks uh, i started um I forgot to tell you, did I, or did I tell you? Did I start? I started the latest season of um, Star Trek, but I'm only on episode one. I don't know. I don't know if because uh, you said you weren't crazy about the start of it, right? No, not episode one. Yeah, I couldn't understand why she did that. Or what she did at the very start with the uh, with the uh, time travel suit. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but yeah, I didn't get it either. I just figured I didn't remember how the science worked to get them there. Like I, I didn't remember the last episode, other than they were going to the future. So it's not a spoiler to say once she lands, she sends that time suit back up to the wormhole, and it disappears. Right. No, she set it for to self-destruct. I thought she sent it back up through the rift. She oh, did, but she, she said something with self-destruct in there. Oh, okay. Like, that makes sense. All right. Why would you do that? Well, they didn't want any chance of them being followed, right? Yeah, but I thought she would have at least held on to it until she was sure that you know we left off in season one with the with the enterprise following her up into the the rift right let's make sure everybody's okay before i suddenly strand myself on she doesn't even know where she is or what she, time she's in much well they had like limited time she had like to act quickly or something i don't know they it was too fast i couldn't figure out what was happening Anyway, I got to get back into it. I, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't blown away by the start of it. So I'm hoping it gets stronger. 
yeah, once, once, you know, you're back on the ship and we're doing ship stuff, it's going to be good. But then they started introducing all these new cast members. She's got this pirate buddy. Not, not a stereotype at all. Not a rogue stereotype. A what? A rogue stereotype. He's Han Solo, basically. I'm a smuggler. I'm a badass, but I'm actually really good. I've got morals. I care about animals. Anyways, there was a lot going on in that opening sequence, and that's why it was hard to follow, to remember, to mm. follow the science. Anyway. As, yeah, We don't want this to turn into Fandango and Star Trek everybody away. Well, you know, we're going to be open enough to discuss what was good and what was bad in each episode, not just write it off after two seconds. I'm just happy there's still Star Trek. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the new Star Trek show, the Captain Pike show. That's going to be fun. Is that what it's called? The Captain Pike show? I don't know what it's called, but it's Captain Pike and crew. Well, we talked about this already. You didn't like uh, uh, Stamos's Stamos being in there. Rebecca Romaine. Oh. Yeah, I, I've already given my reasons for that. You don't need to bring in a well-known actor who takes me out of it because all I can think of her is nude and blue and in the X-Men movies. That's when she was actually hot and now she's old and chunky. Again, that's your problem. She's thick. Hey. T-H-I-C. My buddy Eric is bringing up Shit's Creek, which I'm still watching religiously. I don't know why anyone isn't watching it. It's so good. I've, and you're welcome for discovering that for all you guys and passing that along to you. Oh yeah, build it all that. But man, every when every season ends, I'm like feeling heartbroken. So I'm like, is this the last season? And then it'll click over and go, oh, we're starting season five. I'm like, oh good. And then you get so far, and you're like, oh my god, it's going to end, isn't it? It's going to end. And then it clicks over and there's another, I don't look ahead to see how many seasons there are. There are. I don't want to get, you know, my heart up in my throat too early. So Shit's Creek is great. Oh, Joe's going to watch YouTube videos now instead of interacting. Oh, he won't interact with the chat, but I he haven't. will watch YouTube videos. I'm trying to talk to you, but you're rambling about Shit's Creek and I haven't we're, seen an episode. We're talking. Yeah, exactly. It's talking, talking back and forth. Anyways, Eric is saying that he's taking notes of the locations of Shit's Creek. And let me assure you, Eric, the better locations are closer to my house than the ones that are closer to Kevin's house. So you're going to have to stay at Bill's house to see those locations. And why haven't you started, Joe? It's perfect little 20-minute shots, 25-minute shots. I don't like laughter. I've got other stuff on the go. Glad you're enjoying it. There is so much on the go to watch. It's I don't like having to go back and doing Battlestar Galactica because like why are we re-watching stuff when there's so much other stuff to watch? But I've actually been uh, putting a lot of my free time into this God of War game. Now that I hooked up my PS4. 
Uh, I brought it into my office here, so I got free access to it. Into your office? I'm enjoying the game. I'm finding it a little confusing, though. A lot of the uh, traversing the map and knowing where to go next, I'm getting confused and lost in certain places. So I'm wasting a lot of time. But the story is great. It just captured, I love how the start of it just captured you with you and your son in the cabin and uh, somebody showing up. So I'm enjoying it. I think I've put about 10 hours into it so far. I've already yeah. had to rely on the internet once to get me through a, a puzzle piece what? that I completely lacked. I was missing this chain I had to pull and I didn't, I guess I kept walking by, by it without noticing it. The only confusing parts I get is when it branches off and I don't, I, I don't want to miss anything. So if it branches off and I take the path that furthers the story along, I always stop and go, Oh, I can't do it. I got to go see what's on that other path. And there's probably nothing down there, just a chest or something, but it takes extra time to backtrack go all the way over and see what it is and then get back to the story. Yeah. But Other, most of the time it is just the chest. Yeah. But I can't, I might, I have to see what's down each path. It's why games take me so long, but I haven't played in a couple of weeks. At least the little kid likes watching me play. I it, thought so. you finished it. No, no. I, I was playing along with cartridge club. It was cartridge club game of the month. A couple months ago. We don't do spoilers on this show, Eric. I don't know what he's talking about. Saying there's spoilers. No spoilers. So, yeah, I put it down for a little bit. The little kid said, don't play it if I'm not watching it. So, that's a good excuse for me. You're going to forget. You know your problem. You're going to forget now. Uh, yeah. 100%. Although, it's, it's pretty straightforward. The only stuff I really forget is, like, all that minutia of adding the stupid amulets or whatever to your axe to make it more powerful. You kind of got to remember what you got on there, you know, you can modify that stuff, right? Yeah. Your tree. My thing is though, if the armor that I'm using, um, anytime I go to try and decide and maybe change it and try a different piece, it drops all my uh, skill stats down considerably. Oh, yeah, because you get a lot of shit. So then why do I bother? I'm still using my boar. I think my it's like boar hide armor. Yeah. Yeah, so, I haven't found good armor yet, I don't think. Yeah. That's my... That's oh, probably I my, found a shoulder piece or something. Some bullshit. Well, I found tons of stuff. But when I go to equip it or do whatever to it, it changes my stats down all in the negatives. So why would I want to take off like 12 off my strength and stuff like that? So I've just been using the same armor I have from the start. Well, uh, Josh in the chat is asking if you are going to stream it. I don't know if I want to stream this one. This one. Just because it's... Um, I'm just worried about every... A lot of people have seen it already. Right now, it's just a lot of me running around, wasting time, being confused, where I waste an hour of, like, doing nothing. 
So, so people I'll, just want your personality, I thought. I might do it. We'll see. Why are they asking him if Joe's going to stream? Bill's a streamer that puts his personality out there, not Joe. If Joe does it, he's not even going to put a camera on, and he won't even put a mic on. Yeah, well. Last stream I saw yours, no mic, no camera. Well, now I got a camera, and now I got a mic, and now my... Oh, and now my PlayStation is right in front of me, so it's all easy access. And oh, I have my what? computer on the desk. So where are you going to stream that? Are you going to go to Twitch, or are you going to still build on the uh, My oh. Life in Collecting YouTube channel? The juggernaut. Both, probably. I was playing some Pistol Whip today. Nice of you to ask me. I don't know what that is. It's PS. How can VR I ask game. you what it is if I don't know? Never heard of this game. Could ask what I was playing. That's all I'm saying. Calm down. Why yeah. are you so? Why? Why do? Because you, you use the fucking sarcastic tone. Well, get I your man playing, straight. I was playing this today. Thanks for not asking. <laughs> cock. <laughs> wow. Stop doing that shit, and I'll You're stop going off on you. Jesus. People are getting tired of it. People are getting tired of it. Yeah, your sarcasm. Oh, uh, are they? Yeah, there we go. I don't know. Are they? <laughs> are they? Fucking novel. It's this PSVR game where and what's it called? Pistol whip? You're running around whipping people with your the butt of your gun? You can. So I don't you know Beat Saber and you know um what's the other VR game I'm thinking of. It's a mix of Beat Saber and uh, Super Hot, which is like a shooting game where you're shooting like just uh, detail-less, detail-less figures, right? Who are attacking you, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you can imagine a combination of Beat Saber, like the music and the beats, but shooting, that's what Pistol Whip is. So it's an on-rail shooter where you're on like a... Uh, conveyor belt flying through this world and guys are just constantly jumping out and you can shoot them and you get more points if you can shoot them on beat and you have to dodge their bullets and stuff and the uh there's like physical barriers that you have to dodge as well and uh so that's that's what i've been playing and it's it's pretty wild it's uh Gets gets the sweat going. Not as much as Beat Saber, but you do get sweating doing it. So what happens if you miss a beat? Instead of it's shooting just something? lower lower points. You get top points for being on beat with your shots, and um, yeah, you're. It's it's wild one. It, you almost fall over a couple times because the barriers you got to dodge are super big. So you got to. And in PSVR, you don't have room really to make steps over like you do on Oculus. So you're just doing huge leans while bullets are flying at you. So you're doing leans like this, and then you're doing limbo leans to dodge the bullets. And so that's been a lot of fun. Although, you know, PSVR does have its own, you know, gun, the uh, aim controller, mm -hmm. which is like a, you know, a rifle kind of setup. Can't use that in this game. What? Why? Why not? 
What kind of music are they playing? Like dance, like Stevie B and stuff like that. No, electronic. You know. Yeah, Stevie B. I, I don't know what that is, but electronic. You know what the kids listen to nowadays? Some Stevie B came on the radio the other day. It's funny. Wouldn't be on any of my radio. Uh, I was on the uh, 80s station. 80s or 90s? That'd be 90s, what am I saying? Stevie V in your arms? Is that what it was? Hey, Siri. Mm. When did Stevie B in your arms come out? Because I love you. The Postman Song, 1998 version by Stevie B came out on the 1st of July, 1991. Hmm. Is there a way to preview this thing? No, we don't need to preview it. Okay, that's, no, that's not Bill style. You're going to get us copyright hit. Copyright strike. Th that'll be the one, the thing that takes this channel off the air. Yeah, Stevie B. And then that's all the, the Joe's the plan. Postman. Finally, Joe's plan comes to be. Oh. <laughs> Listen, don't you got to go? It's 10 o'clock. No, not yet. Oh. It's still got time. And it's time to wrap it up. Oh, are you done? What else do you want to talk about? What do you, how long did your show go with your brother? I don't know. You tell mm. me. Mm. You tell me, Snoops. Mm. Snoops? It's I've written it's down on your public. paper there. It's public. Well, I don't know. How the hell would I know how long it was? Well, I, I do want to tell people I'm still watching on YouTube that uh, the ghost town guy who owns that Sarah Gordo silver mine ghost town. I think it's his channel is called ghost town living. I'm still loving that. He's exploring his minds, doing really dangerous stuff. And it it's interesting. It's fun to watch because if this was on TV, but it just wouldn't be like. I watch a lot of like gold treasure discovery shows, you know, where they're hunting treasure and shit. And whenever things get just a tiny bit, tiny bit dangerous, they pull the plug, right? Oh, we can't, we can't go any further. You know, we're done here. We've got to go back. Let's talk about it. This guy, he just keeps going. He, no matter what, like he has all the safety gear. He's got ropes and he's got the air detectors and all that. But he's literally climbing up and down 100-year-old ladders and stuff. Like, the silver mine is over 100 years old. And uh, not just exploring it, like, seeing how they built all the th those wooden structures inside the mines are really cool to see. Like, these wooden ladders that go for 200 feet, you know? And they're all just kind of wedged into the rock. And then behind them is all the rock just being held back by the ladder. It's just it's neat stuff on there. I think it's called Ghost Town Living. Check him out. And I saw that the trailer for the new Frank Zappa documentary came out. 
So that's exciting that the Zappa documentary is complete and that's going to be coming out soon. And uh, they got unrestricted access to the Zappa vaults, to the Zappa house. It was from uh, the wife's side of things. This is after Dweezil got kicked out of the family. So I, you're not going to get any Dweezil, I don't think. And like him and Frank were really simpatico music-wise. So this is going to be mostly the wife and uh, uh, Ahmet. And I think Moon is in it a bit. But you get to see that Zappa house and the vault and all that before it, before it sold and went away up there in Laurel Canyon. And the guy who put that together is... Um, What's his face? You know, the guy from uh, your favorite movie there, science fiction movie. Dune? <sighs> no, the Canadian one. With uh, What? My favorite science fiction movie? Yeah. Describe it. Uh, you know, it's got the hot chick that, you know, she was in the Terminator series and... Uh, uh it's got what's his name from the castle show you know <laughs> firefly joss firefly thank you yeah they're pilot what's his name the blonde guy he's a big nerd and he goes to all the nerd conventions and you stuff you need a star no the blonde guy who's the pilot of their, their oh ship? the guy that got killed did he? I don't remember. It's a shit movie. I don't know his name. I don't care about him. Oh, sorry. Well, that this is his but this is his project. He's been trying to yeah. do this for like ten years, and uh, it finally happened. So look for the the Frank Zappa. So he's documentary. a Zappa, Zappa freak. Apparently, apparently, and of course, I wanted to talk about uh, my buddy Tom Green, who is out there <laughs> exploring. America. He's loaded up this huge van and he's doing van life. He is living out of a van. He's built a studio in his van. It is a completely self-sufficient van with the uh, with living quarters and showers and solar panels and all that stuff and he's putting out super high quality videos on YouTube. You know, he's a uh, he's always been a TV guy, so he's got his drone stuff and he's putting out these crazy incredible shots in 4k of like uh you know the arizona desert or tombstone alley whatever the hell it's called monument valley what are you looking at i'm looking at you tombstone alley. Alley. josh got it and this is joe's favorite movie and he couldn't name the guy Alan Tudyk. I never said it was my favorite movie. I said I liked you it. You go on about that stupid. You don't know what I go on about anymore, dude. Oh, I do. You got all the stuff in your fairy tale imagination. So there's some stuff you should check out. Tom Green, Ghost Town Living, and the the Zappa trailer. All right. Thanks for those tips, Bill. Why don't you tell people what you watch every single day on YouTube? No, I don't have to. Any updates on the receiver before we go? Because I don't know anything. You haven't told me anything. What do you we mean? Talked updates? We, we talked about your receiver for quite a bit of the last episode. That was a month ago. 
Is there any updates on it? You were going to move forward with something? You're getting it cleaned up or something? Dude, I told you I got it back already. There's a, there's already the video up on it. Do. Oh, you know what? Do. I told you I picked it up and all that stuff. Because you put out a video on it doesn't mean you've talked to me. You do not talk to me. You talk to me through your videos in your head. <laughs> Sorry. I know your videos pop yes, up. Yes, I got the receiver back. Page. I know you go crazy. Yes, I got the receiver back. Um, gave it a thorough clean. Uh, Re-jizzed all the uh, knobs on the front. Lubed them up. Replaced... Uh, is it three or four of the lights with uh, LEDs? So instead of it being like a dull yellow color, it's now bright white. So everything really pops nicely. And those old bulbs actually had a little bit of blackening on them. So it was probably a good idea because at some point they were going to go. I uh, didn't replace any caps because he felt that I didn't need to have any of them replaced. Um, you know, cleaned it all out is essentially, he says it's in pretty decent condition. So there really wasn't much he, he had to do. So down the road, at some point you'll probably have to replace your caps, but right now you don't need to. Awesome. That's good news. Um, there is a little mark on the, on the front under the glass though. And I can't remember if it was there originally, or if I wonder if it's like, like a grease print or something like on a, a fingerprint. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna take the knobs off and uh, pull the front off and just give it a little wipe. But um, aside from that, yep, sitting up there. I, are you sure you can pull the front off? Oh yeah. Okay. Take off the cover. You take. You pull the knobs off. Yeah. There's a couple screws around the uh, front uh, plate cover, and then the plate cover actually comes off with the glass and then you can get to um you know the, the face plate that has all the radio stations on there that's where the print is like a little, <laughs> little mark thing nice so yeah people can uh, check that out on joe's channel my life and collecting his fancy brand new old sansui power receiver this thing is a monster you gotta check Probably that enough, out uh, the wife still hasn't made a comment about it Oh, we're not allowed to talk about that because last time I tried to have fun with that and it got shut down and uh, you left me hanging like a dummy uh, on this very show. You always have fun at my expense. Listen. Told you, I, I got feelings. You have feelings. I have feelings. But anyway, thanks for asking. No problem. I, I think you like the receiver more than I do. Well, I was very happy to hear again that you've you came within 15 minutes of my house and uh, didn't give me a heads up to hang out for a second or anything. That was good. I didn't have again. A, perfect. It's an hour trip mind. one way. I have to get there, <clears throat> drop it off, do all that nonsense, and then fly back home to pick the kids up. Really? Did you go to the thrift store in the in the town you picked up the? Not, <clears throat> not the second time, no. Mm -hmm questionable because i didn't have time if i say i didn't go i didn't go 
Why, why is that questionable? I don't even believe you pick up the kids every day anymore. This is what I got to put up with, guys. Because your wife works at home now. So there's no... Yeah, yeah, she's working. She can't bounce to go pick them up. And you have mother-in-law as well. Yeah, but they're my kids. Do you see them after 6 o'clock any night? Yeah. No. After they're done uh, drying the dishes, we uh, <laughs> hang out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got them trained to do the dishes. The stuff that doesn't go in the dishwasher, it gets manually washed, and then they dry it, and they put it away. Everything goes in the dishwasher. We're not getting into this again. Not everything goes in the dishwasher. Some stuff can't fit. Some stuff's not made to go in there. Wow. Guess what? When you're at work and the kids are old enough to be home alone, everything's going in the dishwasher. Yeah, when you leave them the dishes to do while you go to work and that'll be their chore for the day, they're putting yeah. everything in the dishwasher. Someone's saying, always going to be home. Screw this maniac who puts us to bed at 7 o'clock every night. 7.30. <laughs> yeah, they get up early, man. They need their sleep. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, everybody, right. for uh, coming on by to this episode of STC Pod. We'll be back. There's no reason not to be back next week. Literally, no reason why not oh, to be. Got to give. Uh, we got to give Kevin another show to come on and comment to, and uh, throw knives and daggers at us. Rocks. So don't forget if you're watching us on the YouTube's, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, hit the like, and do all that stuff, and go over to Joe's YouTube channel, My Life and Collecting. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at AC Decepticon and. I will definitely happily reply to you on Twitter and Instagram at STC pod. I, I don't just spam over there. I have full on conversations with people. So look me up at STC pod on Twitter and uh, join us back here for another episode of STC pod and all kinds of other stuff that is in the hopper to come out. Um, is that it? That's it, bro. Are you good? Are you happy now? Are you happy? Otherwise, I hear about it the next day. I'm good. This was uh, this was fine. Thank you. All right. We Thanks again, everybody, dead. for tuning in. We appreciate it. Remember, we're just on Anchor now. Shouldn't affect your feeds, but just so you know, we're on Anchor. There you go. Putting that out there as our podcasting host. Otherwise, we're everywhere. All right. That's it. See you later. Goodbye. Thanks, Joe. Post and post it.